Fridays. Top of hour two, Ole Miss Edie with us, the Rebel Wolf. And uh, Edie, during the break, this just happened a minute ago. Jack Swarbrick sent me a note, and I have Cash App information so you can send some money. I'll get that to you later, though. Okay? Is Evie here? Do we have oh, oh let's see, the angelic? I don't hear the angelic I'm, tones. I'm here, Bill. All right. I'm I thought here. I thought you were stunned and you couldn't comment when you knew that Jack Swarbrick was soliciting you for money. So I didn't know what was yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's pretty funny. I I uh, I bet he has uh, Cash App and Venmo and uh, what about Apple Pay? Probably, he probably. probably takes he probably takes Bitcoin. I'm I'm guessing. <laughs> I bet so. <laughs> oh, that's a thought. <sighs> oh, Miss Evie with us. Okay, now first thing, Kevin Smith's been hired to be the running back coach. He's had a pass there with Baby Kiff. What's the running back coach do when you walk in and there's Quinshawn Judkins? What are you going to tell him? Run the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, one thing that's interesting is uh, Kevin Smith actually was there and helped recruit Quinshawn. So he just missed his freshman campaign, but right. he's absolutely well aware of what uh, Quinshawn, well, I guess everybody's aware of what Quinshawn can do, but you're right. Boy, what an embarrassment of riches to come into. Uh, Ulysses Bentley is no slouch, and uh, they've got a four-star running back from New Caney, Texas, Kedrick Riscano, who's coming in. So, yeah, Kevin Smith is walking into a pretty sweet deal, I think. So he was away for just one year down to Miami, right? Right, right. Well, I'm sure it's good to have him back. Is there anything else that's going to happen with his staff, or is it now intact? Um, I believe I believe it's intact right now. I think that you know, of course, you could end up we we end up with the the analysts. You know, we could have we could see some more analysts hired. But as far as I know, the the uh, main key components of it are in place. And you know, Kiffin did a uh, it was a really I think just a really good hire to get Smith back when uh, when Markel Blackwell announced. He was going to be going to A&M. That was the former running backs coach. I think that announcement came out Monday. Uh, a lot of folks were thinking, uh-oh, you know, because he was a, a good coach. But, boy, you know, I'd take, I'd take Kevin Smith any day. Nothing against Blackwell, but Kevin Smith is very much uh, cream of the crop. Five-star linebacker, Sunterine Perkins. I know got to get him out there in practice, get him ready, but is he projected as a starter eventually? I know Lane would not tell us that, but your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, no, Lane and Lane isn't gonna really tell us anything. And I think uh most people are wondering about the about the quarterback situation. We we wish we would he we wish he would tell us something about that. But yeah, I think um honestly there are a lot of of Ole Miss folks who feel like, um, I mean, media and fans alike, but definitely the, the folks that are kind of in the know that think Suntering can come in and make an impact immediately. So do not be surprised at all if you see him out there starting pretty quickly. Is he midterm? Is he there now? Um, yes, I believe 
he is. I was just checking on that. Um, I'll I'll double check on that for you. But um, I think we Ole Miss has 20 mid-year enrollees. And so that's, you know, I guess that's kind of the, the trend these days. You know, you, you sign in December and get that over with. And, um, yeah, then you, you join the team in January and get a leg up. So, um yeah, that's just the, the kind of the, the times we're in right now. When I think of, and I don't know why my mind's going in this direction, but when I think of the best linebackers, probably the most recent best linebacker at Ole Miss would be Patrick Willis, right, under Coach O? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm still a little missed he didn't get into the Hall of Fame, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, I, I, I tell you, he would be definitely my yardstick by which I would measure linebackers. So one of the all-time, all-time greats. Now, I do not see Sunterine's name on the list of the mid-year enrollees. So he may not be there until uh, later this summer, but um, I don't think it's, it's going to be I don't think it's going to make a whole lot of difference. I think he's going to be one you and I are going to be talking about pretty quickly in the fall. Just an irony here with Patrick Willis. Now, this is a rare story, but it just shows you this could happen. It's it's incredibly rare. It's a needle in a haystack. When he was in high school in Tennessee, Brewston, Tennessee, I'd never heard of him. Nobody knew anything about him. Signs with Ole Miss, it wasn't like all these teams were trying to go get him. This guy makes the Pro Bowl, what, in the NFL? After his Ole Miss superstardom, you you mentioned it. I mean, he's in the debate for the Hall of Fame, but I think he made the Pro Bowl five, six times. I swear to you, Evie, and I've done this for a million years, I'd never heard of him when he was at Ole Miss until he started playing. And that is that interesting. And was it, um, was it kind of a little bit like Quinshawn Judkins uh, in the, the running back position? You know, I mean, it kind yeah. of seems like he came out of nowhere for a whole lot of people. And to be as fantastic as he is and really didn't have a whole lot of major offers and was considered a three-star. Um, we've had a lot of a lot of Ole Miss that kind of leads me to this. A lot of Ole Miss fans have been trying to put their fears at rest, you know, when the when Markel Blackwell left Ole Miss to go to coach running backs at A&M earlier this week. Of course, there were a lot of Aggies excited on Twitter and really interested in and tweeting at Quinshawn, you know, wanting Quinshawn to follow him. And But the deadline, you know, the one – it's pretty much the Wild West out there in terms of transferring. However, as you know, intra-conference transfers had to be um, initiated by February 1. So even though that next portal date will roll around May 1, Quinshawn will be in Oxford this fall. He has not uh, – he was not in, in initiating a transfer so by February 1, so he will be there. So rest easy, Rebs, on that one. Ole Miss, the defending national champions in baseball, also get started today. Now, again, I'm on Central Time. So are you. 3 o'clock, and they play Delaware. 4 o'clock. 
It's four o'clock. Uh, Is it Central Time? Yes, okay. it's four o'clock Central. Four o'clock Central Time, uh, five Eastern. And yes, could not be more excited. And we're going to see freshman phenom now turned sophomore Hunter Elliott out on the mound. And really looking forward to that. And I tell you who I'm really, really, really looking forward to, and that's uh, Saturday's game where Collierville native Grayson Sonia will be on the mound for Ole Miss. And he turned down, uh, the Texas Rangers drafted him, and he opted to come to Ole Miss and really excited about seeing him play. How much of that pitching staff is back from the championship? Well, um, I tell you what, they've got, so Hunter Elliott is back. Um, Jack Doherty is back. Jack Bianco, Colts Bianco told us earlier this week, is going to start out coming in from the bullpen. And, you know, there are those who thought perhaps he might, you know, be in the starting rotation and starting weekend rotation. And I think that uh, Bianco, you know, basically he's not going to say for sure. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, heck, I don't think Ole Miss had a, uh, had a rotation set uh, last year until pretty much almost going into regionals. So that was, that was kind of interesting. I don't think that's going to happen this year, but um Anyway, they've got some great pitchers back. They've got uh, Jackson Kimbrell back. Hunter Elliott is back. Um, also, to be honest, I think that the Sunday starter is going to be uh, Indianapolis transfer Xavier Rivas. He's really impressed during his time in the fall, as has Sonier, the, the freshman. So, um, you know, they got a good number of pieces back. They had a couple of injuries, uh, UCL injuries to some players, um, closers that I think, you know, you never want to have that happen. And I've seen that already happen with uh, Arkansas and LSU. So, um, you know, that that's that's tough to see. Oh, Miss Evie with us, the Rebel Walk. If you could bet – on Tony Valls getting ejected this weekend before Sunday, <laughs> which way would you go? Uh, I think uh, I think there's probably a pretty good chance. I think he's going to come out fired up. The irony, Evie, is their pitching coach, Frank Anderson, who everybody wants, Texas tried to get him in the offseason. He's suspended for the first game dating back <laughs> to the Notre Dame series. Isn't that ironic? I mean, he's, he can't be there until Saturday. Well, I guess he can be there, but he, he's not coaching. And then transfer from Cincinnati, who's going to start in right field, is also suspended because he got ejected in his last game at Cincinnati. Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay. you know, who's keeping up with all that? Somebody's got to be keeping track of it, I guess. But that, you know, Tennessee and Arizona, I'm I'm interested to see that one. Uh, you know, yeah. Ole Miss played Arizona last year um, in regionals, and, I'm, you know, they always have a solid program. So, you know, it's just interesting to me that I think D1 baseball's top ten, uh, seven of the top ten are SEC teams. And that's just, you know, with LSU on top and the Vols number two, Ole Miss four, A&M five, Florida seven, Arkansas eight, and Vandy ten. So, goodness gracious. It's deeper than football. What a league. It's literally deeper than football. Yes. It's just hard to to imagine. I'm really excited about uh, seeing some of these – some of these rebels that are, you know, we've got 
Peyton Chatagnier and, of course, Jacob Gonzalez, who I think now is, is ranked maybe number three on MLB.com for projected draft picks. So um, really going to always fun to watch him. Um, Calvin Harris is moving over to catcher since Hayden Dunhurst is now in the big leagues. And, uh, boy, I can't wait to see Kemp Alderman, big Kemp Alderman, who will be out in left field this year. Um, he just, man – he, if you hit the ball harder than Taiwan Malone, uh, you you got some power there. Is he going to be out there today, the big football kid? I, from everything I hear, he will. I mean, I'm excited to see him play too. I mean, I'm just like saying excited over and over, but I, I need to get my thesaurus out. But I'm really looking forward. This, this kid's to, like six to, four, three ten, or something, and he's playing yeah. baseball. Yeah, wow. Yes, yes, the big defensive lineman. Eve, you tell everybody how they can get your content. Oh, they can catch us at therebelwalk.com or they can follow us on Twitter at the Rebel Walk or me at Ole Miss Evie. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Bill. Ole Miss Evie, the angelic tones. Kevin Hagan when we come back. Omni Nashville Hotel.